All right, Brian, how are you? Excellent, excellent. You know, sir, we have uh, received lots and lots of mail um, about our, our absent absence over the last uh, couple weeks. Yes, yes, we and, are uh, so sorry about that. But, we but very just, uh, happy to be back. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, you know, we can't control the weather. We can't <laughs> control the weather. So that's true. That's, uh, we're very happy to be back. And uh, so this is a, another life-altering, amazing episode of BS Coffee, Coffee Confessionals. Confessionals. Yes. Uh, that wasn't planned, and uh, no, it didn't sound like it was planned either, because that was uh, quite horrible, but that's what you get on, on, uh, on the show, which is perfect. Uh, so today's show, today's episode, uh, is about one thing I've noticed, and, and this isn't just through social media, this is that uh, as a human race, regardless of culture, we are judgy motherfuckers. Yeah. We, we like to judge each other. Um, just, to, you know, be, be a girl walking down the street and walk past another set of girls. Some judging is going on. Be a, be a dude that misses the uh, misses the winning shot. You know, like mm. not even that though. Just just human to human, we're we're very judgy. So I thought uh, for today that uh, I would I think we should discuss the dumbest thing that we have done. So instead yes. of going the dumbest thing we have seen, because mate, we could have 17 episodes of hilarious fails that people have done and don't get me wrong it's funny it's funny though watching fails it, it is funny um, and you know but what fails have 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 you done have I done um, and I think just to just to ground let's ground ourselves in, in today's stressful political emotional climate mm -hmm. so the question today is going to be what is the dumbest thing that you yourself has ever done? The dumbest thing that you yourself has ever done. There's the dumbest thing I have ever done in my life, but dumbest one, I should probably think more about that. Yeah. Um, it will be probably not wearing a proper shoes when working in a, a giant ceramic factory. Because what happened was, probably it was like 50 centimeters, 50 centimeters uncooked tile that just dropped to my feet. And um, there were little cracks on my finger tile. And um, it was horrible, like it was the dumbest thing I have ever done. Probably it is still causing me issues when I walk. <laughs> um, yeah, what about yours, Brian? You know, it's funny, uh, we'll take a little tangent for a second here when you mentioned that you wore the wrong shoes. The, uh, I suffer from social anxiety mm -hmm. um, to the point where uh, it's not like introvert versus extrovert, it's agoraphobia, agoraphobia, uh, which is something that I've joked about before. Um, stress just even leaving the house. Um, and and one, of, one of the symptoms of that is I never know what to wear and I stress about it. And I stress about it. And because I stress about wearing the wrong thing in the social setting, I constantly wear the wrong thing in the social setting. So it's not about just wearing something comfortable, if I fit in, I fit in, it, no. It, it is literally, I stress so much about it, it doesn't matter, like I, I will call friends and say, what are you wearing, what, what's your boyfriend wearing, what's <laughs> happening, what's, what's Joe Blow wearing, like, so I could try to fit in. And as weird as it is, it never fails, I will always wear the wrong thing. Melbourne Cup? What did you wear? 
pictures of uh, everyone in nice blazers and stuff like that. Fucking t-shirt. <laughs> Fucking t-shirt. Mm -hmm. But that's you. That's right? you just wanna be yourself. That's so, all. That's all what matters. Right. So, so the dumbest thing that I have ever done. Um, it uh, was back in my my army days, uh, Canadian army days. So uh, we have a mounted moose division and a one canoe for the navy. Well, I was in the mounted moose division, and um, before uh, you know, you get to, you get to command your your troop of moose. Uh, you had to learn basic soldiering skills. Mm -hmm. So one day we're we're. Get a, get get on the. We go to the range, and we're all given two grenades, and we've got these two live grenades that we're going to throw, and that's going to be our training. Mm -hmm. You know, d don't get me wrong. We had theory. We had everything. Like, like we were well prepared. This isn't. We're not. You know, we're not a militia. We're <laughs> well prepared. We understood it. We got theory. We got practice. We had practice grenades and everything. But anyways, we're at the thing. We got and we got our two our two grenades in our hands and, and we're ready to go. So you walk up to this to this cement trench with this cement tower and it's basically this barren field that's uh, 50 by 50 feet or um, probably uh, 15 meters by 15 meters and it's just barren land and then it, and then it's like like field, it's like a field, right? With trees and everything but it's this barren thing. And you walk up and there's two sergeants on either side on the left and right. Now what they had this little competition to see who could get a bigger hole going. So, like, because they want us to drop the grenades in the hole. So I, I walk up and my, and my sergeant says, all right, game, I want you to aim for that hole. Well, he's a fucking sergeant. Instead of just throwing the fucking grenade and, 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 and like, experiencing something, I, I was like, Ooh, okay, <laughs> let, let me do this. So I, I get down and I pull it out and it's not like like it is in the movies like there's a it's fucking hard the, the pins falling out on their own that that's a movie thing that doesn't happen they, these things these fuckers are in there so I get down there I fucking pull the pin out I pull the grenade back I fucking yell grenade I throw it and I aim for the hole and I went over the hole you went over the I went hole. I went over I threw it too far <laughs> I threw it too far I've never been accused of being an athletic man and and I definitely did not appear there either so I'm sitting there and I'm watching the grenade fall I'm watching the grenade land, and I'm watching the grenade roll away. And then as I'm watching the grenade, in my head, I'm going, oh, fuck, I missed the hole. Three, two, one, boom. I was still standing when the grenade went off. It was, it was as it was going off where I went, oh, fuck, I need to duck. And then my sergeant's hand came up and grabbed me by the bullet, like the, the mm -hmm. flak vest and wrenched me down. I was already on the way down and, uh, and pulled me down. I had a mate that was actually in the firing, uh, the tower, and he said that I, I didn't make it. I basically, the, bomb, the, the grenade went off while I was still standing. And that is one of the dumbest things that I have ever done. I literally sat and watched a grenade explode. Oh my God right in front of my eyes. I, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I had a helmet, I had a flak vest, I had all that shit on. But if I got one, you know, piece right in the face. Wow, I'm glad you're still alive. That, that, that would have been the enemy, right? <laughs> yeah. I got to keep the pin. Ah, you still have the pin? I have the pin. I do. It it's, it's, on my de it's on my desk nice. um, in, uh, in my office. I have the pin of the grenade that almost killed me. Wow. Still, still there. I've kept it all these years just as a reminder. Man, 
dumb things happen. That's a hell of a story, man. Thank dumb you, things man. happen. You got you to mindfulness. Mindfulness. Mm. That's a whole other episode to talk about mindfulness. Mm. But just in time, we're actually welcoming our uh, first guest. Excellent. Oh, so Excellent. Uh, great timing. As, as, uh, as I said, we're now um, seated with Dan. Dan, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Dan. Yep. Can you just yep. introduce ourselves, yourself, please? Okay, uh, Dan Taylor um, from Zimbabwe. Been uh, been in Australia. Yeah, Zimbabwe. Yeah. Wow. Uh, been in Australia now though for eleven years. Eleven yeah, years. Yeah, long time. What was the reason you came to Australia? Um, geez, I originally came over to study. Yeah, so I came over to study. English. Uh, no, like. just to, just to study in general. Like I went to university uh, here. Uh-huh. Yeah, I originally tried to. Um, I tried to go to university in South Africa, mm-hmm. uh, but then I got I got rejected uh, because I was white. So they have this rule there called uh, black empowerment, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So I applied, and they had these quotas. So they're only allowed to let X amount of white people in, and because I was white, uh, they they phoned me up and they said, "Oh, listen, your grades are fine, but uh, your your name sounds it sounds like you're white. Are you white? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, we've got no space for you." So when that happened, I was just like, okay, I'm out. Like, I've got to get as far away from Africa as I can. <laughs> wow. I literally, I, I went home, got a globe, I spun it around, found the furthest place. Yeah. Uh, was, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like uh, east coast of Australia. So I looked it up and then I went, ended up going to the Gold Coast. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 That's a really interesting way you found a, where to go by tw- twisting the globe. Um, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So, uh, as uh, as we uh, as stated just before you sat down, the, the question that we have today um, is, what's the dumbest thing that you yourself has done? So, for example, I threw a grenade and forgot to duck. <laughs> so, literally had a grenade Shit. go off in my face. Um, I... Surat wore sandals in a cement factory. So, <laughs> and then a fifty centimeters, a fifty centimeters, a big tile. The uncooked tile dropped on my feet. Kidding, and, uh, it kidding. was horrible. Did it break it? Uh, yeah, little cracks. I can still feel it sometimes. Wow, yeah. wow. Jeez, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty bad. Eh? Well, it was more comfortable wearing that in the factory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what can I do? Yeah, maybe before you broke your foot, though. Afterwards, probably not <laughs> yeah, as comfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Um, so, yeah, um, so yeah, yourself. What is oh, your story? Probably the top one that comes to mind uh, when I was at school uh, so a bunch of mates and I we sort of planned and plotted for weeks weeks and weeks we were plotting in our break times trying to figure out because we were quite naughty at school and we wanted to do the naughtiest thing possible so uh, there was a crocodile farm up the road from my house in this area called Chikarubi um, and um, we were plotting at school to go to this croc farm and steal a crocodile. Steal and, a crocodile. Yeah, steal a crocodile from the croc farm and bring it to the school and put it in the fish pond. Because uh, we thought, ah, oh, it'll be so funny if you know everybody oh comes to school on the Monday and there's a and there's a crocodile in the in the pond. Uh, yeah. So that was that was the plan. Yeah. Uh, so we plotted for weeks. You know, we were gonna we were gonna get the croc and we we're gonna chuck it in the bathtub and just try and keep it alive until like Sunday and we we're gonna come on Sunday afternoon and chuck it in the pond. And then, uh, yeah, so we went Friday after, after school, we went over to this croc farm and we got there. The guy that was running the place was really friendly, you know, he was just, oh, you know, these guys were all in our school uniforms, stupidly. 
in our school uniforms there. Oh. And uh, yeah, so he, he was like, oh yeah, these, these guys must be like, uh, they're just trying to learn for some sort of school purpose or whatever it is. So he showed us around the farm, showed us all the crocs, told us how the operations work and, and how they, you know, how they raise the crocs and sell them and skin <laughs> them and all this. And um, anyways, and then he went back to his office and we were heading back to the car. And we literally just grabbed one of the, it, was, it wasn't a big croc, it was probably, what, 40 centimeters long? Mm-hmm. Uh, grabbed the croc and it was fine um, at first. We put it in my mate's hat, he had a big like floppy hat. Mm-hmm. So we put the croc in the hat <laughs> and uh, took, it, took it to the car oh, and we yeah. got in, the, the sort of getaway car was this, it was, uh, um, it was, this, it was this old clapped out Jeep, it was, it was a really shit car. And um, anyways, we're sitting in this car and it was, it was quite unreliable. And obviously this first time, as we get in, we start, uh, we start trying to start, start the guy's car. Croc's in the hat. And then uh, this croc starts chirping. So baby crocs make a bit of a noise when they're in distress. So this thing's sitting there going wah, 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 like quacking almost. And we're sitting there stressing, like shit, what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen? <laughs> the car won't start, it's just turning over, turning over, won't start. And then uh, um, the guys, the workers from the croc farm, they came over, they're like, oh, what's going on, what's going on, do you need some help? And we're like, no, no, we're fine. And then they heard the croc chirping. So they went back and they called the owner. So the boss guy comes out and he's like, oh, do you guys need help, do you guys need help? And we're like, no, no, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. And then the, in the background, this croc starts chirping, it starts going, wham, wham, wham. <laughs> and he's like, what's that? And we're like, oh, no, it's nothing, it's nothing, we're just trying to start our car. And uh, anyways, and he comes around, he's like, what's in the hat? And we ended up opening the hat, showed him we had one of the crocs. And the guy was furious. He was he was fuming and he said, oh, you know, he reprimanded us and we uh, called our parents and stuff. And we ended up, anyways, he ended up helping us to get the car going and then we gave him the croc back and we thought it was all over. We thought the whole ordeal was done. And uh, we went home and then we came into school on the Monday and the guy was there the um, the croc farm owner was there and he was there with the police as well oh. you know and the headmaster standing outside the front gates of the school just waiting for us to arrive oh. Yeah, oh, as wow. soon as they got in he was just singling us out yeah you go to my office go to my office go to my office yeah it was a pretty big ordeal how many of you guys uh there was 16 of us in the in the people. group yeah really yeah you were all crocodile fans eh? crocodile <laughs> crocodile hunters hey until today wow. how many crocodile souvenirs did you collect <laughs> oh geez yeah no it was it was pretty hectic so, um, so the naughtiest thing i've ever done is eat candy before dinner and, <laughs> <laughs> and you and you wanted to steal a croc and put it in the school pond Man, That's the, my hat's off uh, too. Yeah. It, was, yeah, it was dumbest, definitely the dumbest thing, you know. That, I'd like yeah. to think I've sort of got a little bit smarter since then. Yeah, yeah. But well, yeah. technically did you, did you could you... do that here too. I mean, if you wanted yeah. to jump around too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Except they're not 40 centimeters. Yeah. <laughs> those those yeah. guys up there, but. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly right. So what we, uh, another part that we have is we're actually writing a community story. So every person that we um, have, a, have a chat with gets to write the next line in the story. So I'll tell you, just because the next line isn't really make sense, I'll tell you the last two lines, and then you get to continue the story from okay. there with one sentence, okay? okay? So the last, line, last two lines is, I'm your sister, we haven't met, can we meet? And then the one after that is, no, I don't, it's too late. 
So you're as a like, no, I don't want to meet. Yeah. Uh, it's too late. Oh jeez. So next time you come from the other person or from the person who already did. Yeah. Wait. So it's. I'm your sister. I'm your sister. We haven't met. Can we meet? Can we meet? And then the line after that is no. I don't. I guess want to meet. It's too late. It's too late. Oh jeez. I'm dead. I'm, what? I'm dead. I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> I am dead. Oh my god. Story of tragic. Uh, yeah. I am dead. The now end. it's becoming a science fiction. It's the twist. It's yeah. the twist that yeah. uh, every story needs. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I've been watching too many horror movies lately, you know. Yeah. On uh, on Netflix, I've been watching that Bly Manor, Haunting really? of Bly Bly Manor. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen. It. I've seen the the trailer for it, yeah. but I haven't like watched it. Is yeah. it any good? Yeah, it's all about dead people, pretty much. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Talking to each other and yeah. it's pretty much along the same line so you got a free sneak peek into blind manor done it's a blind manor uh, fan fic. Yeah. <laughs> the ghosts go. go on a date they get uh they get a little frisky hey, in the closet sister. Wait, yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm your sister oh wait I'm, yeah it's like bold in the beautiful meat yeah how far into the how far into the story are you? is there any context to it? Not not yet. It's it's actually the thing that we're getting out of it is like the mindset that people are in. <laughs> right? So you're you're watching a lot of horror, so that was your mindset. But the person like before you, no, I don't. It's too late. Like it's it, like her mindset was uh, very confrontational. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's 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 funny to see mm. the the different mindsets of people as they go into the next yeah. yeah, exactly. It's really right. an interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. there will be an interesting outcome to see different personalities together. How can yeah. create a story yeah. like without knowing each it's other? It's going to be hard to follow. That's a bit of, yeah, a, bit I of a, a. I can't wait to see what they <laughs> yeah, you got to start off a new, a new line. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, thank you very much for taking your time yeah. this morning. It was a uh, pleasure meeting yeah, you. Yeah, you're welcome, you guys. guys. The, thank you, guys. The silent yeah. woman in the background yeah. laughing um, is actually not here. <laughs> so that is a, a ghost that the audio has picked up. <laughs> so, I am the ghost. There we yeah. go. <laughs> thank, thank you very you. much yeah. for your time. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Uh, interesting, eh? Okay, Brian. Another... Uh, Amazing episode, Zimbabwe. Amazing. That's uh, that's really cool. Um, and stealing a crocodile. I never thought that would be uh, <laughs> that would be, really... be an option, but that yeah. uh, that was a really neat story. So that takes some courage too. Well done to them. hundred <laughs> um, percent. As as we're as we're wrapping this episode up, I just wanted to uh, drop an interesting fact. Mm -hmm. Dropped an interesting fact for everybody. So Canada. It was illegal for oral sex in Canada up until 1969. Not sure how they enforced that law, but up until 1969, it was illegal, illegal. To, to perform oral sex on someone. This is the same country that recently said the only safe way to have sex during a pandemic is through a glory hole. <laughs> I think uh, Canada has gone through a revolution, a, a revolution, transition yeah. from uh, from hating sex to loving sex. So good, good on you, Canada. Good, uh, <laughs> good on you to see you growing. So that that was uh, an interesting factoid. If you to want draw. me to give another interesting fact, which I read on a book, a book about sex, sex in the world. Asian people used to not masturbate because, according to their traditional thought, they thought. It was limited 
it wasn't reproduced in our in their bodies, and then they probably hardly ever masturbated when they were young. What 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 was this book called? The Redneck's Guide to Sex. the Rest of the World. <laughs> <laughs> Sex <laughs> meets in the world, something like that. The, that's them called, Asians, yeah. them Asians, right? <laughs> you know, there's like a lot of countries <laughs> in, in Asia, <laughs> so that's why. It is the Redneck's the Guide to, to, yeah. to the Rest of the World. Um, excellent. No, that's excellent. Uh, an, an uh, interesting, interesting, interesting factoids. Yeah. Just to drop everybody as, uh, as we round up this, this, uh, this amazing, amazing episode. episode. I hope you all had a, as a good time as we had. And uh, so, join us next, uh, next week. Or, or another... Maybe or maybe two weeks. Two weeks. For another amazing <laughs> episode of... It all depends on the weather. Thank DS. you, guys. Yes, coffee, coffee confessions. confessions. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.